my identity was wrapped in alcohol. I eventually got to where I could not function without drinking. I mean, as far as not being able to get out of bed, waking up in the middle of the night in cold sweats and seeing shadows coming out of walls. And I nearly drank myself to death. Um, in 2014, I was in a car accident, spent five weeks in a coma. Should not be sitting across from me right now, shouldn't be walking. I was ejected through the driver's side window, landed on my head in the middle of the road. Was in North Mississippi Medical Center for probably six months of rehab. Hi, and welcome to this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. Heartland Adult and Teen Challenge is a long-term faith-based drug and alcohol treatment program for adult males ages 18 and up. They are a highly structured program for men who have reached their rock bottom and are ready for a complete and total life change. They offer an opportunity at a new way of life through the freedom that only is found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Today, we welcome two gentlemen from Heartland. We have with us uh, Alex Harris, who's the Director of Development. Also, he has brought with us Antonio Love. Gentlemen, welcome. Welcome. Hey. How well, are you guys you, doing? We're doing well. Thank you, Mary. When I heard there was opportunity to get Teen Challenge back in the studio, it's been a while since we've had somebody that represents the ministry, you know, to share the Absolutely. work. And so Jonathan Lindbergh is a dear friend of mine, and he was by the other day, and I said, can we get somebody from Teen Challenge on? Yeah, you he kind of voluntold me that I was coming, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't have picked a better guy to bring Antonio here. He's a, he's actually a student in the program. He's uh, currently in the advanced phase of the program. So, Well, Antonio, let's start with your story. What was life like for you before reaching rock bottom and finding help there at Heartland? Oh, man, my life was pretty much a roller coaster you know i've i've been in and out of the justice system since i was a young boy from taft to woodland hills from 13 years old to 16 i, I was in prison from age 17 to age 25 i did eight and a half years in prison wait a minute how old are you right now i'm 30 you've already done eight years in prison yeah eight years four months and 22 days that's not counting i've did time at woodland hills in taft as well as a younger from 13 to 15 years old was that here in town here in tennessee Let's hear some of the backstory about your family. Oh, my family, they're a tight-knit family. My mom and dad, they're still together. They live in Flint, Michigan. They do the best they can. We're family-oriented, but we're not faith-based at all. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's just pretty much how we grew up. Tell me the process, crime, drugs. Was it because of peer pressure? Was it you were just trying to find yourself? No, my family, we are gangster disciples. From my mom to my dad to my brothers, uncles, that's the way I was raised. What does it mean to be part of the family of the Gangster Disciples? Um, it's something that we were raised in. It was the norm for us. You know, it's a Midwestern game based out of Chicago. We're from Flint, Michigan. I'm originally from Flint, Michigan, born and raised. That's the ideology that my family adopted. They took on. And the lifestyle we, we, was, he grew up with a lifestyle of crime. That's yeah. all he knew. You learned this from your parents. From my parents, my uncles. I was raised by my uncles. My, my grandmother had nine children, so I have four uncles, and we pass it down to each other. You know, it's yeah. still that way. Alex, is, is this typical for those who come in to the program at Heartland? Would this be, when I say extreme case? Life-controlling you know? issues is what we invite and, into and, our and there's a and, and there's a variety of way but, it yeah. plays out in people's lives. Everybody has a bottom that they hit. Yes. And obviously, they all have been taught or living the wrong lifestyle. And that's really what we teach at, at Adult and Teen Challenge here in Memphis is a new lifestyle with Christ at the center of it. It's learning a new way to live. It's basically yeah. saying, I surrender what I think I know about life, and I'm going to let Christ turn this whole thing around and live inside me and teach me how to do it. Antonio, tell us about your rock bottom before you can get help. Where were you at the time? 
Man, I, I found Christ Jesus in a cell, actually on my own. 23 and 1, lockdown, 21-year-old man sitting in maximum security, and the silence was sound. Just being in there by myself and just me and a Bible cried out to God. I needed something more than just myself, and I actually developed a relationship with God within those four walls. Nobody pastoring me, nobody forcing their individual ideologies, beliefs, or anything on me. Just me picking up the Bible and developing a relationship with God, and he spoke to my heart. And that's the power of God's Word? Isn't there a scripture, Alex, that says the word shall not return void? Absolutely. And also, you know, when Jesus talks about the parable of the sower, he talks about different kinds of fertile ground. You know, some on the rocky, some the thorny, but there's that one soil. But 2 Corinthians 5.17 talks about the new creation. Yes, yes. And that's when you get the new heart. And that's what happens to these guys when they come in the program. We eventually get to a point, Jesus has been there the whole time, but we eventually get to that point where we say, I'm done. And we lay it all down and we look up and we say, it's your turn. Do those with drug addictions, Alex, need to rock bottom before they can even start their journey for recovery? We have a lot of people that come to the program on their own will, and then we have a lot of guys that come through the court system. So some of the guys that come through the court system are kind of forced into the program. They need more time. It's the people that come in on their own free will that are really desperate. But eventually, when you're around what we teach at the ministry, you can't help but get the Holy Spirit inside of you. That's the beauty of it. Antonio, let's go back to that first week at Heartland. Do you remember that first week, what it was like for you when you got in the program? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When I uh, came into the Dalton Team Challenge. <laughs> yes. Did you come in with an attitude? I came in with the attitude that I was going to stay under the radar and get it done. And the program, will actually, it forces more out of you. It takes more than just your mannerisms. You know, it, it right. takes a genuine heart posture to be able to get through a Dalton Team Challenge. So you were trying to fulfill a requirement from court? Absolutely. Or, okay. So you Absolutely. were just trying to fly under the radar, get the thing Absolutely. done, and move on with life. We, Absolutely. We were talking about it on the way over here. You can only fake it for so long. This is a one-year program. And a lot of guys come in here and they think, you know, I'm just going to do what they say, and I'm going to fly low, and it'll be over with, and I can go back to my life. It's not like that. God gets a hold of you when you're in this program. So tell me about this first week. Over the process of a month, I come in and, like I say, I, I thought I was going to just, yes, sir, no, sir, mind my P's and Q's and just fly under the radar and just go on about my business. But your true nature starts to come to the surface and you will start to expose issues and deep-rooted issues within yourself right. that has to be addressed. The reason why you come, which is to just get out of trouble, it's not the reason why you stay. It's not going to keep you. You know, like you say, it's it's a lot of God that goes on in the ministry. And if you hear enough of Jesus, eventually you're going to get some of me. And eventually the fears, the anger, the worry, the anxiety, everything that you've been experiencing with that lifestyle that you lived starts to come, like you said, it starts to bubble up. So, Antonio, what about that breaking point for you? How long was it you were in the program that God started breaking your heart? It took me about a month. It took me about a month, and, and I remember taking it to the altar and cheers on the altar, man. And it was that song by Zach Williams and Dolly Parton, Caught My Heart. There was Jesus, really caught my heart. And from then, I made a, a, a conscious decision to be deliberate and, and be intentional about developing my relationship with Christ. You know, not just going through the motions, but be intentional about what I'm thinking, what I'm pondering upon, what I'm saying, what I'm doing, yes. and then developing my relationship with him so he could be delivered about his relationship with me. It's been amazing. So many, when they hear the name Jesus, you know, there's a lot of thought, feelings, you know, maybe rejection of the name. A lot of time associated with that's just a religion. That's your crutch of what does for you. But Jesus is so much more. He showed that when he came to earth, right, Alex? 100%. He was 100% man, 100% God. And he took on all of our sins on that cross. And that's what's beautiful about it. We take it for granted. 
I fail every day. I fall short. It says on you know Romans three twenty three, all have fallen short of the glory of God. Yes, we've all missed the mark. Every one of us have missed the mark. But, but, it's but the, the beautiful grace. thing about this program yes. is, w- once we get Jesus in our heart, we can change that every bit of it. So Antonio, you came into the program having trusted Christ, but still had some baggage you were trying to work through. Teen Challenge really was there to help you do that. When did you get to the point where you realized that Jesus was your only deliverer from you, really? Um, Now, we're not talking about just crime and drugs and all of that. We're talking about your heart that needed life breathed into it. Oh, absolutely, man. I started to realize that you you have to lean onto understanding and draw from a source deeper than yourself. And even being surrounded around men and women who may not live a life of crime or who may have a faith-based life, even they have to drink from the well, you know? So, but it's a personal relationship that I had to develop on my own. And once you start to see the results of it, and you start to see the change in your heart and you start to see yourself thinking differently and you start to see yourself reasoning differently. Yes. I mean, you, you want more. You want more of that for yourself. And what's even more amazing is when you don't see it, but other people are telling you about it, you wouldn't believe how much you've changed. And you're like, what has changed so much yeah, you about want some more Because Jesus is doing work in your yes. heart and other people are starting They're to noticing see it. it. Alex, are there certain qualifications that somebody has to meet before you accept them in the program? Our program is an adult male, 18 and above. Okay. And we do not have a medical facility, so if you're on certain medications, we don't have nurses and doctors there. So and that, you're not there to help people detox, are you? No, we do not. You, you, you have know, to be completely detoxed. Before you come into the program. What about your story, Alex? How did you first connect? With- well, so first of all, I am a um, product of the program myself. I came to the program in 2016, graduated in 17, came on as direct care staff, and now I serve as a director of development. What I do is I manage not only the interns, that's one of our programs, for men that are in the program and decide that they want to give back what they've so awesomely received. They have a choice. They can go through an internship, and I manage that four-month intern program. I also manage our enterprises. So what's cool about Adult and Teen Challenge in Memphis is about 70% of our revenue comes from our enterprises. We have a thrift store. We have a car wash. We have a cozy enterprise coffee. We have a mini storage, and I help manage and support those enterprises. You stay busy. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So where's home for you originally? A little bit about your backstory. born in Cleveland, Ohio. For years, I was told that he transferred down here, but my dad was an alcoholic, and he got fired from his job for drinking, and we have relocated down here when I was probably about 12 years old. Went to a school in Mississippi, uh, went to a college in Mississippi, got a degree, worked to work in my field, but I had no identity. My identity was wrapped in alcohol. I eventually got to where I could not function without drinking. I mean, as far as not being able to get out of bed, waking up in the middle of the night in cold sweats, and seeing shadows coming out of walls, and I nearly drank myself to death. Um, In 2014, I was in a car accident, spent five weeks in a coma. Should not be sitting across from me right now, shouldn't be walking. I was ejected through the driver's side window, landed on my head in the middle of the road. Was in North Mississippi Medical Center for probably six months of rehab. Even after that, I couldn't quit drinking. I eventually crawled into Adult and Teen Challenge, and once I got through the program, I realized that I was being called to quit manipulating, lying, and take advantage of people and to start helping people. And so I stayed on there, and now I've been promoted. God has blessed me just in the last year with a secure credit card, a car, a house, a beautiful girlfriend, a relationship with my son. 
nothing that I have been able to do on myself. All I've done is been obedient, said yes, and trusted him. Wow. That's it. That is so wonderful. And the program, and you're sharing some of this now, focuses on Christian principles while helping men develop life skills that can help aid them on the practical side of their recovery. That's so important. three phases. Yes. And the first phase is basically kind of an educational phase. We do a lot of teaching and classes and chapels, and we try to get the guys comfortable and get them to understand and accept the fact that the way they've been doing things is not right. We're going to start teaching you a new way. Mm-hmm. Then the advanced phase, we kind of dig a little bit deeper. We start dealing with emotions and feelings and you know, hurt and pain and anger and things like that. Then the third phase is our reentry phase, and this is the coolest phase. After eight months, you go down to our Hope House where you actually start to put all of those Christian principles to work. You actually get to start using them. You got to go out. You get to get a job. You get to join a church, a small group. And you really get to start practicing this new way of living. It's amazing to see the transformation. And he's getting ready to do that. He's, <laughs> he's just about, what, how many from the reentry? About a month and a half. Antonio, some of these life skills, as you got into the classes and started learning, what were some things that maybe you hadn't seen before that helped you in your recovery? Oh, one of the biggest things that I learned is boundaries. You don't want to spend a lot of time in relationships overstepping bounds and saying you're sorry or doing this having to go back doing this having to go back you know and my aggression sometimes made me overstep a lot of bounds at times and that's one big thing that i learned is boundaries family relationships and friendship skills too are part of that developing proper friendships alex speaking if you will as we talk about antonio's case his family life, knowing that he had this transformation, but how he can help restore maybe and maybe help him to communicate his life change to his family. Well, I'll tell you something that I have learned in the four years that um, I've served on staff here. God is not only at work in his life, but God is at work in his family's life. Part of the problem has been removed. Antonio has been brought here to meet Jesus Christ to our program. And God is on the outside. We think a lot of these guys leave the program because they think, I got to go take care of my kids. I got to go fix my wife. I got to go do all. I've got all this wreckage that I've got to clean up. And while they're in the program, if they'll be faithful and obedient, God's fixing all that stuff for them on the outside. That's what's amazing, (laughs) right? I mean, you've seen it. It happened in my life. I had from that car accident, I had almost a million dollars in medical bills that were paid off by a charity when I was at the Hope House, and that debt disappeared. God took care of that problem so I wouldn't have to. Just the things that he does on the outside while we're, as long as we're being obedient, we're blessed. You've seen the same thing in your home? Oh, I've seen evidence of it. Your wife. Our big brother, big brother A, we were just talking about breaking generational curses. Like I say, in my family, Christianity, that's not a rule of thumb. So my son, when I just talked to him last, he told me, Dad, I want to give my life to Jesus like you did. Mm-hmm. So on my home pass, he's getting baptized. So that's, oh. that's amazing. Guy, it, he's, he's definitely working. And how old is your son? Uh, he's seven. He'll be eight. Wow. I got a 17-year-old. I know about them boys. Oh, yeah, man. So I'm excited <laughs> about that, man. Learning to improve those relationships with your family. Like you said, you're seeing God, while you're in the program, you're seeing God already begin to work in the hearts of those that you love and care about. Byron, um, you know what the probably the number one gift that I got from the program, and I'm sure Antonio will agree with me, when the Holy Spirit gets inside your heart, the number one gift that I get from the program is conviction. Woo. That's it, man. I lead by conviction. Wow. As a as a director. Yeah. That's what I do. Having spent most of my life taking, hurting, and purposely only looking out for myself, 
if now, if I walk by you in the hallway, if me and you are just, I'm passing you on the way to the restroom and I walk by you and I'm dealing with something and you say hello and I don't respond because something's going on in my head, you don't know what I'm going through, but about four steps past you, conviction says, turn around and go tell him you apologize and say hello to that man. Wow. And then I have to make it right. I have to make it right. Wow. Amen. God bless you, Alex. Amen. <laughs> Those coming into the program, do they have any kind of financial responsibility? So we have an awesome sponsorship program. We do have tuition with our program, but we have a sponsorship program. And for $40 a month, you can sponsor a student. Okay, that st- student will write you a letter. You'll get pictures. Uh, you'll know about the graduation. You'll be able to send them things. Uh, it's almost like a pen pal. But you'll be able to support that student uh, for $40 a month. And then you're invited to graduation to watch them to complete the program. And so we have sponsorship program that you can sign up for on our website. We have students that come in with absolutely nothing, and they're fully sponsored by multiple by multiple people in the program. And also you mentioned, too, these uh – Various enterprises, and 70% of the revenue produced by these enterprises goes back and supports the work. Is that correct? That's what's amazing. These guys that are students in the program, they have a work detail, so they may work for seven or eight hours during the day. And you mentioned there's a thrift store, a car wash. Yep. Yep. And we also have Cozy Coffee. We actually roast our own beans. They come across on the boat. They go to Royal Coffee in New York. They're shipped down to us. We roast them. And yeah, I'm holding up some cozy coffee. You, you brought me some coffee. <laughs> oh, I got to. a little bit of sales still in me. <laughs> I felt Try like, cozy coffee. Yeah, get yeah. yours today, friend. <laughs> and this will be the only promote that I do. But the sponsorship program, you can see all of our enterprises. You can see details about our program. You can fill out a pre-app if you're interested. If you struggle with addiction, I'm going to tell you the biggest problem with people who struggle with addiction is admitting that they have a problem. Because as soon as they do that, people are going to hold them accountable. Mm. And so that first step of admitting that you have a problem. If you need information about our program, go on our website, fill out a pre-screen. If you need information about our enterprises, if you need to order some coffee, um, anything, if you want to email me, anything you need is available at ATCTN. It stands for Adult Teen Challenge, Tennessee.org. And you said about this direct care staff program. Is that an option for all of the students who graduate or come through the program? Yeah, it's an option. Our executive director will sit down with somebody if they're interested in doing an internship. If the conversation goes well, then they'll be signed up. Uh, when they get down to the Hope House, which is the reentry phase, they'll do those four months as an intern, and they'll actually work for one of the enterprises. They'll work with me. Yeah. While they're doing that, they're doing staff training. They're also taking a, a PSNL certification, which is the classes that these gentlemen take, which stands for Personal Studies for New Living. It's supported by Adult and Teen Challenge across the United States. Wow. So. Antonio, would you speak to a parent listening maybe right now that has a son or maybe a daughter in drug addiction? They've been praying, they've been begging their son and daughter to seek some help, but they continue to fall deeper into their addiction. They seem not to care. Would you speak to that parent's heart for a minute who's concerned about their child? That's so tricky because I've met those parents in churches and parents whose children leave the program or are going through the program, and they have to be ready. The biggest thing that I could tell a parent whose child is going through is don't enable them. Absolutely. Hold them accountable and, and don't enable them. You know, don't, don't give them money. Don't keep babying them. Eventually, when they hit rock bottom, 
this is an option. Teen Talents is an option. But if you keep picking them up, they're never, they'll never hit that bottom. Yeah. They'll never hit it. If every time that they fall, if they have a safe haven or somewhere to run to, and then they get better, and then they go back out and do the same thing, and they have a safe haven, and they know you're going to constantly pick them up, pick them up, pick them up, you're going to kind of do the same thing. It's a vicious cycle. Don't enable them. That's a really good word. Now I'd like for you, if you would, Antonio, to speak to someone listening maybe right now who's where you were living Prior to entering Teen Challenge there at Heartland, what can you say to them as they are in this revolving door? Maybe they want to get out, but they don't see any hope to get out. That there's hope, and God works in mysterious ways. Everything that I went through, me personally, it's a huge testimony now, and I hope to reach back and touch those people, people who've been in and out of the system their whole life, people who struggle with institutionalism. Uh, Under Brother Alex here, I'm learning skills. I've never had a job before in my life. I'm learning different skills and being able to work with my hands and earn with my hands. So that's amazing. But there's hope. It's hope and there is a different way if you want to do something different. What's next for Antonio Luff? Going home to my family, my <laughs> wife and my children. I'm excited They're not even going to recognize him. They won't even know who he is. <laughs> but I'm not rushing it, man. I'm still taking it day by day, still learning, developing and living in the moment. Everybody's so busy trying to get somewhere that they forget that they're somewhere already. It was once upon a time where I, I prayed to be where I am. So I'm not trying to rush through my blessing. You know, this is <laughs> a blessing I'm walking in. It's challenging, but it's a blessing. I think one of the I most important that. things that we teach at Adult and Teen Challenge is about prayer. Every Wednesday we have a day of refreshing and we start with prayer school mm. where we actually go in and we sit down and these guys have a chance to go to the altar. And whatever they're dealing with, they can just pour it out to God right there at the altar. And so many of these people that come into the program, you think about it. You've never been to church. You're not a Christian. You don't even know what it means. You're clueless to Jesus. You just know that you've seen pictures of this guy hanging on a cross. You don't really understand faith. Then you come into this prayer school, and somebody tells you to come up there and learn how to pray. You don't know how to pray. You don't know what to say, you know? (laughs) And so— this program just teaches you to be real and transparent. Sometimes just reading the Bible, just reading the Bible and thinking and, and putting your name in there yes. instead of David's name or instead of Peter's name. Put your name in there. That's prayer. And these guys start there and they move forward. And before you know it, they're walking down the hallway quoting scripture <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> it's spiritual disciplines, man. It's spiritual disciplines. It's I mean, character qualities, too. You know, it's a lot, it's a lot of the things that we teach guys is to have good character qualities. Get rid of that old stuff. Yeah, just, just step into God's presence, and you learn that you step in his presence by worship, prayer, and reading his word. You know, I'm so thankful for it because I'm excited to be in my wife's life and in my children's life and to be with them. Like here, I'm, I'm so excited to be drinking from, from Teen Challenge because you can't pour into people from an empty cup. And I want to pour life into them. So I'm, I'm filling my cup and getting a fresh end feel of the Holy Spirit, man. Getting some <laughs> I'm sorry we're talking them. so much. No, listen. We got, us, you, we got a passion for this. Hey, listen, you guys are filling me up right now. And I'm having, I love what you just said. I don't want to rush through the blessing. When we see the God's blessing us, you know, we're wondering, well, what's the next problem going to be? Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the blessing. Praise him yeah. where you are. When you're in jail or when you're on the streets, you'll pray to be here. But then it, when this gets challenging, then you want to pray yourself out of this. Yes. You know, but when you're walking in the midst of a blessing, I've learned that oftentimes it's not going to come wrapped in a package the way you expect it. You know, it, it comes in different forms, yes. you know. Like, I mean, Brother Alice might pray for patience. It might come in a form of somebody like me, and I might bug him daily, <laughs> yeah, you know. But, uh, something that he's getting ready to experience is something that um, keeps me faithful. The high that I get when I see this guy walk up there and take his 
diploma and graduate this program, when I see him go back to his family and start doing good for himself, and he starts, he joins a small group and starts teaching a Sunday school class, the joy that I feel, no, no bottle of vodka, no uh, eight ball of cocaine, no bag of marijuana can compare to that feeling. And if these people that are out there that are desperate, if they'll just lay it all down and try it, just yes. try God. Gentlemen, this is great. As a teenager, I, too, was addicted to drugs and alcohol. And I remember when Jesus came into my life. Delivered. God delivered. It was incredible what he did. And I remember when friends would come up to me and say, hey, Byron, let's go to this party. Let's go get high. I go, hey, you know, I don't get high that way anymore. I get high on Jesus. And it really was real. I mean, those, it was. Those friends don't hang. A lot of those old it, friends don't hang around when you start talking. About they disappear pretty quickly. Such a night and day transformation. It was the light. I'd been brought into the light. When you experience that, I'm almost 60 years old now. That's been quite a few years ago, but I'm He's so thankful. He's got a few years on me, but just as much gray in his beard as I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Oh, this has been great. Byron, God. I really appreciate you no. bringing us in yes, here. No, you, listen, buddy, no. I think we've answered everything today, and we're going to have to wrap it up because our time is gone. But before we say goodbye, I want to make sure those listening, if they want to know how to get into the program or learn more about the program, the website, you want to give that? Okay, so if you just are by yourself and you don't want anybody to know, but you're interested in the program, call 1-833-GO-A-T-C-T-N. That's G-O-A-T-C-T-N. That number will take you to our intake office and you'll have an option to do a pre-screen there. If you don't want to talk to anybody, you can go to our website and you can fill out a pre-screen on our website and then we'll get back in touch with you to interview you about the program. If you're interested in one of our enterprises, man, if you like good thrift, we have got a thrift store. We've got partnerships with estate sale companies here in Memphis, and we get some amazing antiques, electronics, you name it. Anything you can think of that would be at a thrift store. We have uh, about 13,000 square foot there in the old Stewart Brothers building downtown at the corner of Madison and Cleveland. All that information, again, is on our website. If you'd like to order some coffee, we have an online store through our website. You can access that and place your order uh, right on the Internet. If you need a mini storage, please just give us a call. Come by the thrift store, and we'll be happy to get you into one of our storage units for as low as $70 a month. And that's all the pitching I'll do. I'm sorry. I love it. Thank no, you. hey, listen. <laughs> but everything's accessible through our website. We also have Twitter and we have uh, Facebook, so you can check us out on social media. Antonio, Alex, my dear brothers, thank you for what you both are doing for Christ's kingdom. Byron, thank you so much. We appreciate you. You're going to have to come back, okay? Oh, we'd love to. Yeah, Absolutely. Definitely. Once he graduates, all right. he'll bring his certificate in here and hold it. Wave it up. <laughs> Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.